You got to join in to find out what happens on the show by complete accident, but created a powerful takeaway. Our guest today shares an embarrassing story of her business that most won't admit to. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Carangela, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking with Terry. Hello, and welcome back to Talking with Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And I am delighted to have our guest today, Donna McPherson. She is a certified public accountant. Yes, a CPA. But you know what? I'm telling you, she has the personality of, I don't know what, but like, I'm so excited for you to be listening to this CPA with over 25 years of experience. And she understands the pain and the pleasure of controlling one's destiny. And she's also had the privilege of directing financial operations for multi-million dollar companies. So now she applies those same big business principles and strategies into helping small businesses succeed. I love that combination. So Donna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. And so I'm decided to join us. Again. I <laughs> know. Okay. So can we, can I share kind of a backstory that happened today? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay, because I love pointing out first and I've never had okay, so Donna hops on here and she looks stunning. Okay. So if you're if you're listening to this on the podcast, go hop over to YouTube and check out this video as well. Donna looks stunning. And she comes on with like a, you know, a regular shirt, like, you know, and <laughs> she looks at me and I'm wearing this like kind of ridiculous hot pink, kind of a little over the top. Gorgeous. Dress, right. Okay. And she's like, says something, she's like, give me two minutes. And because I had said earlier, she's like, well. Yeah, you look fantastic. And I was like, and you had said something like, you know, I'm just, I'm always, you know, never, I'm not sure, you know, what I'm to never wear sure because, you know, yeah, like, what's, you know, not to go over top or, and I was like, girl, you do you. Okay. <laughs> and I, that's my message for all people. Okay. Is just like, you get to be you. And if it's, if it's over the top, who cares? Right. I think right. some people probably think I'm over the top because with, I always wear jewelry. I wear jewelry to golf in. I wear jewelry to I mean, I wear jewelry all the time, right? Oh. So just be you, right? And so yeah. it was so much fun because you said, give me two minutes. I was like, sure. Because I'm thinking, I don't know what you're doing, right? And she comes back on and she comes on with a stunning dress. Like, I mean, just absolutely stunning. And what happened was your energy shifted. And it was you so You said profound. that. You said that. You just like, you're, you, you just like, I don't know. Like you just like became like this. Boom. And I'm just saying, so we're just going to hit it off hard today with just like the message yes. of like, you get to be you and never, never give excuses, right? Don't you be you unapologetically, right? So love it. Anyway, so Donna, I know you're a CPA and I'm, I have to have, I have like a little, like, I don't know that, what is that the, like who a CPA usually is, right? But this is nothing like you. So tell me how you got onto this journey, how you got to be where you're at today. And uh, yeah, share the audience with the audience members, how that journey started for you. So I started wanting to be a CPA. 
<laughs> and I still enjoy being a CPA, but I ended up being a business owner. And when you combine, when I combine being a business owner with being a CPA, it's a whole different world because Agreed. I get an opportunity to use the skills and the knowledge and all the stuff I learned in theory. I get to put them in practice when I became a business owner, a small business owner, because it's different. In big business, you get to direct and you get a team to help you. But when you are a small business owner, until you're able to get that team, it's you. You are the chief cook, bottle washer, everything. So you have to learn how to prioritize based on where the money flow is. And that's how I incorporate being a CPA with a business owner. It's all about prioritizing what's going to put more money in your pocket at the end of the day. Yes, I love that. So I love asking women that have been successful, that have built successful companies. And I forgot to mention in the introduction here that you're also the author of The Price of Fake is Real, which I just absolutely love that title. So there's been lots of things that you've done as a business owner and have gotten to the place that you're at today. And so what has been one of your biggest challenges or barriers that you've had to overcome? It is one of the most embarrassing things that happened to me as a business owner and as a CPA. And I'm going to share it with you. Oh my goodness. I love Donna right now. Like I love you. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I feel like I should lean in real quick. Yes, girl, lean in. This is juicy. (laughs) I quit my job to relocate to Texas because I had gotten engaged and thought that I was going to relocate to Texas. Well, that relationship didn't work out. So I didn't relocate. So I thought I got two choices. I can go back for my job back or I can start a business, which is something I've always wanted to do. So I decided to go the entrepreneurial route and I opened a tax and accounting practice and I did everything wrong the first six months. I focused on setting up a business that looked great, had my signage on the door, my logo, beautiful posh furniture, hired an assistant, all of those things. Terry, the one thing I did not figure out was how I was going to make money. Yeah, I look good. So I invested and I got the results based on my investment. I did not invest in the knowledge, the strategy and all that stuff to make money. I thought that by just transitioning my knowledge, I was a CFO before, I was a financial auditor, I ran companies, I know how to do that. I can run my own company. It's a whole new ballgame. First six months, I got one client. And I looked at it and I said, there's no way I can keep this up. So what I did, I took my pride and my ego and tucked it in my purse, as my friend would say, and I called my landlord and said, I need to get out of this lease. I cannot afford this space. And moved my tail to a place that had a smaller office, a smaller presence, but was perfect for me. I share that story to tell people, if you're an entrepreneur and you've made mistakes, don't feel too bad about it. I was a CPA with over, at that time, 15 years of experience. And I messed up my first few years first few months. Yeah. 
I think your story, and thank you for sharing that, right? And I, you know, we don't know what we don't know, right? And so, you know, I don't think that's an embarrassment, right? I think that is just us giving the gift of learning, right? Yes. And I appreciate you sharing that and being vulnerable and sharing that because we don't ever want to share our mistakes and share our, our, mm-hmm. our mishaps. But I think that's the real story that's behind it. entrepreneurship. That's yes. the real truth. That's yes, you know, like you said, the price of fake is real, right? I mean, exactly. this is, this is the, the truth. And we're, we're hitting this because I think so many people, and I know, I know a few entrepreneurs um, myself that couldn't make it in the first six months. Yeah. And there's those, the, 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 the reality of entrepreneurship I mean, within the first five years, 50% of entrepreneurs of the businesses fail. And there's, there's truth to this because again, we don't know what we don't know. And I've mentioned this before on this podcast, but I absolutely love the book by Michael Gerber, Gerber The E-Myth Revisited. Yeah. And he talks about why small businesses fail. But I think, and I, I was probably in a similar boat. Actually, you know what? I, I like, I got everything like donated to me because I was like, I don't have money to like invest in like posh. So you're, you know, like I was like, my first practice, I've always know, everything, been money, so I've always everything was donated to my office. Can we just talk about some transparency here? Every yes. single thing in my office. And, and I will tell you that the, the therapist, cause I was a therapist in my former, mm-hmm. you know, career and uh, the chair that we picked out was like this old, like it was a blue, blue chair, had like arms and stuff. It was not like the prettiest thing ever. And it kind of smelled. And so I'm like in there with Febreze, like (laughs) I'd Febreze it. And then I come back and then like the next day it smelled again. I'm like, what the heck? And oh my gosh. (laughs) I was on like a total shoestring, you know, like when I started my business. So a little different, little different perspective there. But, but I think that a lot of people start out there going, Ooh, I got my business cards, you know, and I got, I, I was joking one time that I was like, oh, I think I'm a business owner now. I got my business cards. And I was like, no, that wasn't it. And then, and then I thought, oh, you know, it's when I'm working 80 and 90 hours a week. I'm like, no, that's not, that's not entrepreneurship either. Oh, I must be a real business owner when, you know, I got a, I got a um, conference table. I thought I was like the bomb when I bought oh, a big okay. conference table. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I was like, nope, that's not it either. And then I thought, Oh, for sure. When I had contractors, you know, and then no, and then then after contractors was as employees, you know? And so this is like this journey that we take. It is a journey. It is a journey. And so, so thank you for sharing that. And I think, oh, you're welcome. And I think a lot of people need to hear that message that we can, we can totally mess it up and come back to it. And we, we can take those lessons learned and we can transform the way we do business. Yes. And here's the key. You have to stop and not let pride or determination in a false way keep you going down that wrong path. If uh, I, I just got not, chills, just got yeah, chills as you said that. If I had not stopped, I literally sat in my office one day and said, Donna, if you do not stop, you're going to deplete your savings. Yeah, and that's not what it's all about. The writing was on the wall. And I said, you have to stop this madness. And thank God I had a landlord that was sensitive and said, I understand. Yeah, and allowed me to get out. But the lessons I learned, I moved them into another business as a restaurateur. <laughs> and when I saw the first three months, it started to look the same way. I said, okay, Donna, 
do what you do. I'm a numbers girl. And I looked at the numbers and it told me if I did not make a change, I was going to have problems. Yeah. And I, and I looked at what my best selling item was and I put everything that I could into that. And it was, as a restaurant, it was, I tell people all the time, curry chicken saved my butt. It was a Caribbean <laughs> restaurant. And people loved the curry chicken and I gave them, gave it to them in every possible way I can. And that's what business is about. Find out yeah. what, what your customers want, what your buyers want. It's not always what you want to sell. It's what they want to buy from you. It's great if there's that meeting with what you want to sell is what they want. But if it's yeah. not, you got to figure out how to put the value into what they want and make it work for you. All of that is so juicy that yeah. you just said, right? It's, it's figuring out what they want to buy, not what you want to sell is powerful. Yeah. So what was, now that you're in this space and place and you're expanding and you're growing and just so much is happening for you, what are some of those, you know, lessons that you're continuing to, to implement in, in your current business? Well, I work, currently I work with owners who want to, they know they have a good business, but they feel like all they're doing is working, working, working. So I help them leverage their business, their knowledge, their skills in a way that they can have the lifestyle that they want. Because one of the things about entrepreneurship, we think we're going to have a certain lifestyle that's better than working for somebody else. It's often not the case, <laughs> at least in the, the in the beginning, in the beginning. In the beginning, unless you're really intentional about it. You really have to know what, what do you want out of this business? Is it money? Is it time? Is it freedom? Is it to be able to retire when you choose to with a lifestyle you can enjoy? You got to nail what you want out of it. Yes. So you can create a plan around getting it. So that's what I do. I help them really understand what's possible because, okay, you can want $2 million, but if you're in an industry that will not give that to you, you should know that up front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is it, this is what I want. Is it possible? And if it's possible, what are you working with that we can make that happen? And we create a plan for them to have it if it's possible. And it includes, you know, setting aside money for emergencies. It includes doing your taxes, right? All of those things that are critical to helping people keep more money. Because we can make the money, but if we can't keep it, you may, we're missing the whole point. Yeah, agreed. And you've been in this space a long time. And I know that you've known a situation where people are great at selling. They make a lot of money. And at the end of it all, they don't have any. That's the sad thing that I see that I don't like about entrepreneurship. Yeah. And it's a delicate balance, you know, right? Because you, you got to spend money to make money, but you also got to find ways in which you can, you know, invest that money so that there is, you know, a legacy, there is a, you know, you know, retirement, you know, because we, we play by different rules than, you know, typical corporations. Because this freedom that we get, if we don't know how to use it, it'll come and bite us in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. So what is, what is something that you would like to share with the listeners that it's been a tool, a strategy that you have found helpful for yourself in, in the, your journey, but also, you know, getting back to the basics of, you know, how do we make a profitable business? Here's the one thing I would say, Terry, that is so, so important. I love that you asked that question. And the number one thing I would say is, 
if you are not sure that you're doing the right things to get the results that you want, hook up with somebody who does, whether you hire them, you let them mentor you, whatever it is, you cannot afford to waste time and money just piddling around doing stuff and not getting anywhere, but losing time and money. Don't put pride in front of profit. Oh, I love that. Don't put pride in front of profit. Or don't let your pride rob your profit. If you don't know, it's okay not to know. There are people who know more than you do. That's why we all have coaches. I have a coach. I'm sure you have a coach because it's, it's about learning what's the right thing to do. And it's about accountability. So you can get what you want. So the one tip I would leave you with is if you don't know how to do something, find someone else that does know more than you do and work with them. Either if they can mentor you for free is one thing, but if you have to pay for it in the long run, you'll be better off. You will save more money, you'll save time and you'll be in a better place. It's about having certainty that you're doing the right things to get the results that you want. Yes. And I would just piggyback on there and, and, and finding those people that have been there, done that, you know, cause I think there's a lot of coaches. There's a lot of folks that are out there that are in the same spot that you are. You got to find someone that has been there, done that, that is 10,000 oh. steps ahead of you um, yes. because they've, they've gone that journey. They've known, they see, they've seen, they found out what worked and didn't work. They've had that life experience. Um, like yourself, like, okay, this, if we do it this way, this is not going to end up, end up well, but you know what I've learned over the time and like, I do this, this, and this, and I, I implement this and I have a strategy and I have a plan. I can put those things into action and really make sense of what I'm doing. Yes. And I wrote about that in my book, chapter three, how to hire an mm. expert. What questions to ask, what background you're looking for, how this and how you learn. Because it's okay to, we see lots of things on social media. We see lots of people promoting their services. And some of them are genuinely great experts. But we all know there's a lot of fluff out there. You have to be able to separate it by asking the right questions. If it doesn't feel good or you're not getting answers that that feels right for you, it is not a way to invest your money. You're just spending. There's a difference between spending and investing. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. You are just all sorts of full of knowledge and, and yumminess today. So where can f- people find out about you and where can they grab a copy of your book? My book is currently on Amazon and I'm going to, if I can leave a link with you, I'll give them a free gift. And this Thanks. is what I talk about how to get certainty that you're doing the right things to get the money that you want. If you go to get moneycertainty.com. I talk about four principles that you should employ if you're in, if you want to be in a money-making business. You want to make sure that you are selling what's valuable to people. You want to make sure you're pricing it for profit. You're spending for results. And you also want to do work that's income producing. We got to watch how we spend our time. Agreed. Oh, good. Go grab your freebie over there and then drop down into the show notes and all of her information is listed there. And then what, um, what's your website real quick? It's Donna McPherson, CPA.com. Perfect. Donna, what a treat, what a delight that you've been. And thank you. And again, 
I'm going to invite people that, you know, when you stand in your presence and your power, you are unstoppable. So just take that as a nugget and um, we'll wrap up with that. But thank you, Donna, for being here today and just being your amazing self. Thank you, Terry, for having me. I enjoyed my time with you so much. Thank you for being you. You're awesome. I am so grateful that you joined me for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then there's just one thing that I would like you to do. Click to subscribe and leave me a rating and review. As my way to thank you, let's connect for a free consultation. Just reach out to me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com to book your time. Donna is a wonderful being with a powerful message. Don't let your pride get in front of your profit. Our next guest is a must-watch, must-listen-to. Starting her business at the age of nine, now 21, is a veteran entrepreneur. She has some great nuggets to share for kids, parents, and even the entrepreneur.